you're listening to this, you're a mortgage professional who's probably wanting to scale your business. After 12 years of being in the trenches as a mortgage pro and nearly 180 interviews with top-performing loan officers and mortgage brokers, I've distilled the best ideas, strategies, and tactics into an eight-week program called the $25 million Blueprint. If you're wanting to take your business from $10 million a year to 20, or if you want to go from 25 to 50, this is the program that will help you scale. Step-by-step, we're going to show you exactly what the pros have done so that you can get there too. Go to mortgageblueprint.io to find out more. That's mortgageblueprint.io. I love mortgage brokering, episode 81. Where the best mortgage brokers get better. I love mortgage brokering with your host, Scott Peckberg. Hi, Broker Nation. I am thrilled to introduce our guest today, James Lowen. He's a mortgage broker and owner of Lowen Group. Uh, he was number 30 in the CMP Top 75 last year in Canada. He's on pace to increase his business by 50% in 2015. I'm absolutely stoked for this interview today. James, you ready to rock? Let's do this. Awesome. So can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into the mortgage business? Absolutely. Um, small town boy. I grew up in Muskoka uh, with my father and I always had the kind of business mentality of uh, what goes around comes around and, and treat people how you want to be treated. And that's, I think, what we bring a lot in with Lowen Group. Into this business in uh, in Royal Bank, did a couple years stint in there and got to meet with some mobile mortgage reps, thought, hmm, what are these guys doing? And kind of a great place to start your training ground of understanding credit and working in the east end of Hamilton. Uh, you know, it was a great area for education, basically. Um, the joke was always, if you get mortgages done there and meet your targets with $60,000 purchases, then you can do it anywhere. Uh, mm-hmm. So from there, transitioned into uh, mortgage brokering. I worked on a team for a couple of years. After that, left as an independent agent. A couple of years, created a team. And then a couple of years after that, created a brokerage. And that's where we are today. So we were talking off air before we... I'm going to ask you some questions about sort of, you've been having some amazing growth and, and it sounds like part of it is just getting the right team in place to allow you to do the high value activities, but I'm going to come back to it. Uh, so sure. before we dive into your story, I always like to ask about a success quote, because I love how quotes are portable, they're memorable. Do you have a quote that's really impacted your life or business? Yeah. Destiny is not a matter of a chance. It's a matter of choice. It's not something to be waited for. It's something to be obtained. That's great. Destiny is not a matter of chance. It's a matter of choice. So give me an example of how you have applied this philosophy to your business. I think, uh, like anything, I mean, there's a lot of colloquial sayings of, you know, you know, plan to fail, fail to plan, or vice versa. So it's having that direction of having where you want to see yourself. Lots of great books like The Secret, et cetera, that can help you really, if you're putting it out to the world and you're telling the world what you're wanting and what your direction is, from letting your clients know that you want referrals to letting your staff know that you want to be adding or growing and that we want to be the best in whatever area, as long as you're putting that kind of plan and focus and bringing in the right people, I think that your destiny can, you know, you can choose your path that you want to and, and execute that. You know, as long as you're pulling the boat in the right direction and you've got a great team on you with you, it's, it's easier to get there. Okay. You just said something like, so you said asking clients for referrals. So how do you do that? Have you changed it in the last little bit? Is it something? That yes. You, you know, it's, there's some certain, uh, some buffini that we bring in and some of the verbiage that we use. And uh, I, I mean, it's a head smacker a couple of years ago. And uh, if it ever happens again, I'm going to kick myself. I had a client say, James, you know, I have to ask you a favor. I said, certainly, what's a favor? Could I please refer you to someone? And I, I almost threw up with, with obviously, I was not coaching and training those, you know, my clients to know that we want referrals. <laughs> that's, that's the biggest part of our business. And if we're not, you know, the first step was we obviously I wasn't asking it. Uh, it of her. So one, we needed to start asking more and more mm-hmm. and more, and not just once, but repetitiously. So we, 
and we really broke down our process to say and start laying the groundwork right from the very initial email of stating this is how you can start applying, get to know our team, here's all this. Plus we're going to be asking you for a referral after you have a great experience. So I just want to lay the framework that we're going to give you a great experience. We're going to have a stress-free, smooth closing. So, you know, those two are for you. And the third one I want back is that referral and, some, and a testimonial. Does that sound fair? So really laying that groundwork. And then from there, making sure we're not only asking, like I said, the FINIA end of this is making sure you're using the right verbiage, not, hey, could you or would you? It's, it's will you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, I will, right? Getting someone to commit to say, yes, I will do that. Yes, has it's got to be a yes or no. It's not just, yeah, yeah, like a, a vague answer. It's that friend says, hey, yeah, we should get together sometime. Oh, yeah, sounds good. We want to be the friend where, and, and vice versa, where they actually take out their calendar and say, how about this date? How is it we mm-hmm. can actually execute? What's the next step you can do? You know, if you have an email of that person, you know, how about if you go to your office or you're chatting with any of your fellow colleagues? What about going asking them? And then, and following up through the entire process, right from the next signings to pre-approvals, from document collection, putting it in our conditions outstanding list. You, you know, put so an ask for referral in your condition outstanding list? We have in our condition outstanding list, I'm actually looking at a file right here on the front page of the required documents. There is a request for a, a review, whether it be Yelp, Google+, Facebook, wherever, and a referral. And that's one of their conditions outstanding. So when people say, is my file complete? We then look back and say, you know, did we give you the great experience we promised you? Yeah, you guys have been excellent. Okay. Remember we discussed we were going to be asking for a referral. We've, we've been working together now for a couple of months now. Have you, who have you thought of uh, and what's your contact information or send us an email? And have you done your, refer- your, your testimonial? You know, holding that accountability back to them just like a void check or a letter of employment. And uh, we've had nothing but great response. Nobody's ever said, well, that's preposterous. Right. That's ridiculous. Okay. We could end right here and anybody listening, just like go do that. Like, so I think actually, I think I Googled you. You have a ton of Google. Like how many Google reviews do you have right now? We've got 130. I think it is on our Burlington page now. And is that Which Google is or not. do you use Facebook, Google? What is, where's is the platform? That one's on, uh, on Google. We've been testing waters between Facebook within Yelp, uh, Google, just different formats. Uh, the house has got one, the, you know, a few different areas. And I mean, everyone Googles. Right? So it seems to be uh, one of the easier areas and best areas to do that. And, and I mean, we run the, like I'm sure every brokerage does, the AdWord campaigns, but having that organic you know, search result because of true reviews of, of third party that you cannot, you know, you I've, had it. I've had brokers ask, how do you get rid of all the ones that aren't five stars? <laughs> you can't. Do a, right? do a better job. <laughs> that, that's exactly it. You, you cannot, like every five star there is there because that's, that's the only ratings we have. And knowing that you have to be accountable, and every staff member here knows that we're going to be asked, they're going to be asked to be reviewed, mm-hmm. right? I want to know, what do you think of our staff and team? What do you think of me? What are the process? Any recommendations? If you're happy with it, and like I said, you not only, you know, one, asking for referrals, two, putting in that, will you? But then the third part is, tell them why. Why is it good for them that they give me a testimonial? Because initially out of the gate, it's going to sound like it's, oh, James wants a testimonial because it's good for him. The reason I want that is you Googled me and you found me. So that means that all that time that I would have been spent you know, finding new business, which is what most brokers, realtors, anyone does is trying to find new business, I now no longer need to put my time and energy towards that. Mm-hmm. That means I can now give you more time, my client. That means I can actually meet with you in person more often. I can answer more calls directly with you and make the process and experience just that much better. Mm-hmm. So by you doing a testimonial for me, uh, you're giving me more time to give a much better experience back to you. So you're actually helping yourself and any of your referrals by giving us a testimonial. Right. 
That's awesome. That's that's so good. Okay. I, I don't know why I went on that tangent, but I, it was totally worth it. So failure is something that happens. Obviously, this whole te- testimonial thing is working good for you but, um, on the failure side. So sometimes, you know, failure happens is never fatal. Looking back, there's always a lesson. So can you share something you failed at, but now looking back, there was a lesson in it for you? Oh, geez. There's, I mean, there's been lots of failures, right? Like looking back, I wish I'd done so much of this stuff so much earlier, <laughs> earlier right? right? You're like, why didn't I do uh, this sooner? Oh my gosh, I, I want to go back and have a chat with my, you know, myself six, seven years ago and go, what the heck? You know, I look back on a broker that had no website because I thought, well, whoever's going online is just going to shop the heck out of everything and never be a good client. Um, <laughs> I, I still used to think that even for about two and a half, three years ago, I was like, no, I never want to be online. That's just, those aren't going to be people that really want to close and work together. And I, and I want to shake that person. Mm-hmm. You know, I look back at six, seven years ago, I had like, a Hotmail or a Kojiko account. I had no online uh, website, let alone any presence. There was no real social media. I was slowly kind of getting into that. I had no blogs going up. All of that realization, like that, that online presence can cost you a lot, or it can actually cost you nothing, right? Mm-hmm. If you put in your, t- it's just time, right? And and that's the, I, I was kind of late to getting into that market, and, and it's probably why I've been pushing so hard uh, to make sure all my staff and team knows that we want to be putting up great information, getting in guest bloggers, and and really have that presence of education and using more of a a pull technique of using an education to bring people in instead of just pushing people that way. So, okay. I've got a couple other thoughts on this one on the testimonial. So can you give me an example of somebody who's recently said, Hey, I found you. I see, obviously you're probably the most reviewed mortgage broker in your community. How often does that turn into business for you? Do you think? Quite often. Actually, we have four clients this week that are from Google and it's Wednesday. So it's, you know, we're getting basically about a call a day uh, as an average. It's, it's really, and, and just to clear, like, clarify like that, that can technically cost you nothing, right? Mm-hmm. Having your Google Plus page for business and for your person doing the reviews, you don't even need to do an ad spend, right? As soon as you have those reviews, you'll, and also make sure that you're putting up content, right, of value. You're educating people to show that you know what you're doing above and beyond just interest rate, right? We don't ever want to be putting up anything that's saying that we're the cheapest. Mm-hmm. We want to be best, right? And that has to be the message. So it's coming through, and I think I was Two and a half years ago, I think it was Chris Johnstone. You might know in our, mm-hmm. in our industry. Uh, I, that was the best. Uh, First National was hosting just a, you know, one of those at, at the uh, Genworth head office there, and, and just uh, simply a, an information education session for free. He said, "Does anyone want to try to get 25 reviews from me uh, as a challenge over the next six months?" I said, "Screw it, I threw up my hand. Of, Absolutely, Chris. You know, I'll do anything you say, man." Mm-hmm. And I think it was by the time I was at 15 or 16 reviews, I got my first call, and we closed the mortgage. Right. And I, that was, I was like a dog with a bone. I was just, well, why wouldn't we do this forever? Right. Um, don't quit it. Just don't, don't do it as a little, just one and done. Just keep, keep at it. And that's the hard, and that's the biggest thing. I mean, I, I love when people say, Hey, what's, what's the one success? What's the one piece of advice you'd give? And, and you know, the, what you're creating is going to be a big, massive giant stone, right? And once it's spinning, it's great. It just keeps on adding more and more momentum but it's never just the first push that doesn't move it or the 10th or the 100th or the 1,000th. Like, it's all those repeat, continual, multiple pushes that slowly builds the momentum and keeps it going, right? So bringing in all these facets to get as an integrated uh, whole to, to get your success going, right? Okay. Uh, something else you said, guest bloggers. Tell me about that. So how are you integrating guest bloggers into your um, – Yeah. Like, how's that? Give me an example of something you're doing with that. So, I mean, the realization is that some of the highest SEO you're going to get is also from having your blogs and posts and Google and everything shared on other websites, right, to try to get that up too. And 
you bring in other experts outside of just mortgage, like real estate uh, experts, insurance uh, brokerages, uh, lawyers is the next one we're getting. We've got accountants coming in. Um, but just to educate on all the questions that we're realizing we're getting all the time. Mm-hmm. So why shouldn't that be up on, on a blog? Why shouldn't we be showing that we have not just a mortgage broker here, but we've got experts in all various fields to try to solve you know, your entire needs from beginning to end, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, again, colloquial one-stop shop, but why not? Why not circumvent to ensure that no matter where your client is going and talking to from the front, you know, the, the very initial, you know, the realtor, the lawyer, the accountant, their home inspector, their insurance broker, their plumber, their moving company, you know, on and on and on. I want each and every single person to be, one, trusted, two, capable of their job, and three, singing our praises. So if they're getting that from all those, those fronts and also knowing that, well, yeah, I remember reading a blog about that realtor or from that area or about that lawyer, so it only makes sense that you're now referring to me. I've already read a blog from them, which now qualifies them that they must be capable because they had some really good content. Mm-hmm. So now that referral is even easier now back and forth. Right, right. So just build your, build your team, basically. You're, you're taking the, the uh, using yeah, – I love that. I love it. I'm writing all kinds of notes here as you're talking. I can't even keep up. So – I want to ask about administrative. So obviously when you have a team, you're doing a lot of volume um, and you know managing the deal so that people will give you a five-star rating. You've got to do a good job of that. So can you share something on the administrative side that maybe wasn't working as well as you'd like and a recent change that you made to it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I started my career many, many years ago with Royal Bank and I wish I could have taken their platform uh, with me. And I mean, I, I know they've recently been overhauling on the tech, the IT side, actually every company I've been speaking with recently. Uh, I know that I think RBC spends like 500 million. Uh, Home Trust is doing similar types of things. You know, for our industry, we've got Phylogics in Marlboro, but that's not really a CRM integrated program. And and trying to find uh, and and working with companies to try to find that one. You know, we were looking at Salesforce for a while. We're working with a whole bunch of them, and we've come now down to to Tenada and integrating that to try to bring one platform of communication. And and I mean it's. It takes time to integrate the effort, the training, the cost for setup is not cheap, monthly uh, fees and such, but having that one unified front for us to be able to pull off, I can say, okay, Scott's calling right now, and whether you're calling myself or Kiara, Christine, Chris, whomever on my team, we can now see the last note that I put in communication with you. I can see your relatives. I can see the deals that are closed, the documents that are up. Uh, you know, the whole, you know, the whole picture of you on one centralized location to have that continuity so it's not, well, someone calling my office and saying, well, I, I need to speak about something, but my support staff saying, well, I don't know what it is you've done thus far because I can't see anything, so we're going to have to wait for James again. Well, that's not effective, right? No, no, you, yeah, totally. I love that. So, so Tenada has integrated with your, is it integrated with your phone system as well? No, and, and so there's, like anything, there's certain restrictions. There's also going to be developments, right? And I, I'm, I've got no... I'm not part, part owner of Tenade or anything like that, so if you think I'm trying to sell the product or program. No, no, but just my excitement up, yeah. is the more people that are getting involved in this, you know, people like yourself and other industry experts, the more that they can bring their advice and bring their new tools and strategies and also their investment dollars of implementing the program so they'll then have money to be able to outsource to build an even more improved system because mm-hmm. I don't have, you know, $200 million like Home Trust is spending on their IT for their broker pub, you know, like that's <laughs> those kind of dollars. I mean, that's what we need, but it's, it's just no one broker is willing to really spend that kind of cake. Right. So having more brokers involved with something like this is just going to improve it for everyone, right? It's a, mm-hmm. it's a win program everywhere. It's going to allow, you know, like I said, greater experience, 
the ease of communication with clients, more accountability, greater understanding so that each person on your team can execute to assist. Um, you know, it's just better from end to end. Right. You know what, James, that sounds exactly like the, when you told me about why you explained to clients, they need to put testimonials up because you're actually, they're helping themselves by posting testimonials. So you're did the exact same verbiage basically <laughs> saying, Hey, you guys need to check out Tenada because then they have money to invest and everybody wins. So that, that's a really good, healthy mindset to have. So I want to switch to sales process and marketing. So obviously a big part of our business is getting people to get the phone to ring and, you know, sales processes work for a time and you got to always adjust them over to, to make them work. So can you share something that wasn't working in the sales and marketing side and then a recent change you made in the outcome you got? The, the sales and marketing side, we tried really hard and we were still toying with it as far as someone contacting and then doing an auto response to say, okay, well, it's, you know, thank you for the, you know, the opportunity. It would be great if you can start just the application process online uh, and some people had, you know, a bit of trepidation on that, you know, the concern with the security, you know, is this really now a personalized experience? And again, I mean, from our front, we're trying to make the process as efficient as possible so that, again, we've got more time for our clients when the time is needed, right, mm -hmm. and not spending time where it doesn't need to be spent. So something like that, in our minds, right, as, you know, in, inside the company, we're thinking, Okay, great. We got a lead from online from Google or from Twitter or from whatever campaign. Okay, just start your application because we're thinking to ourselves as soon as they put that info in there, which they're going to be the fastest at doing it, we can now start some pre-work so that we're going to have a great, you know, really nice and efficient phone call uh, with that client. What we're finding though is that most people are were then not wanting to take that next step because it seemed too impersonable. Right. So, just taking that three five minute phone call to say thank you so much for opportunity. We just want to make sure you know that there really is a person on the end of this line. Mm -hmm. We're going to be available for you. This is why we'd like you to do this next step. That it is a secure portal, so that you're not, you know, sending. I see people with hotmail accounts and such sending attachments of NOAs or meeting at a Tim Hortons and, and overhearing people's credit scores and bankruptcy. You know, we want a secure uh, execution. So if you can do that five minutes, this is why it's to your benefit, and then we'll set the next stage. Mm -hmm. um, so we were trying to make it efficient, but then we started losing sales essentially through that. So like you said, it's, it's process, not perfection. Days in, we, we do need our clients to actually do an application and then close a mortgage with us. So uh, making that transition. So the auto response was the was not an area that worked, but just getting on the phone. No, and... yeah, you just you, you need that human element, right? Mm -hmm. I, I think it still needs to exist uh, to know that, that there's another person out there, and the, and it just help explaining to them why and what that quick process is going to look like, mutually agreeing that it is going to work for each other. Some people, of course, aren't the most internet savvy, mm -hmm. but if they found me on Google, chances are they have a computer or something available to them. Right. Um, I got a question about your team structure. So there's obviously your your structure. You built yourself to handle lots of volume, to manage files, do a good job of it. On your team, like kind of who does what, so that because yeah, I'm thinking sure. there's a lot of people out there, like myself included. I'm thinking, okay, I want to double my business in the next couple of years, and I know that it's only possible with team unless I want to work like 100 hours a week, which I don't. Uh, and so, how do you have your team structured <laughs> in terms of like the deal man flow from like sure. you know applicant lead comes in, then who's doing what? So it, we kind of work it uh, as two hubs if, is what I like to call them. Um, Christine uh, is essentially my office manager and my support direct staff. So she's working a lot on the on the marketing side of things, but a lead's coming in. I'm doing that either myself or someone on our on our team is just doing a quick five minute call to say this is going to be the process from end to end. Please continue to do the online application. If that doesn't work for you, we can do it by phone or in person if that's an absolute need. That application hopefully is done online as most efficient. 
and then it, uh, that leads either coming uh, to myself and Christine as one kind of sales hub with support or to Chris and Rhiannon, which is a, another sales and support uh, as well. Chris comes from a, a B lender background, so he's really an expert on that kind of side. So, and we just really use a, a green light, yellow light, red light. Uh, you know, if, if Christine and myself uh, as, on this, as a hub are, are red light and we can't take any deals, uh, then we know, okay, they'll, they'll, they'll take more on their, the two of them and, and going back and forth just based on who's most available. And then we've got Kira in our office who's uh, really a support staff to whomever else needs support on deals. So kind of a centralized area for receiving uh, people out the door, for preparing printing documents, for the, the scannings, for follow-up, you know, thank you cards with clients, surveys being sent out, kind of a very, very broad uh, role that she has. But kind of a support staff to our support staff. And we kind of work it as a submarine where each person kind of knows each person's job to help out as it's needed. So if In case uh, somebody you know, gets torpedoed. <laughs> well, sort of, right? I mean, but uh, jokes aside, I mean, I, I think, I don't know if it's true or not, but the, the chef on, the, on a submarine should be able to know how to drive the sub too, right? So right. each of them, if need be, each person has the ability to know logics, to be able to take in applications, right? Mm-hmm. To, to be able to do that and to help support each other. And they're all licensed brokers, mortgage agents. And are they all I, salaried or are they all like part of your team then? Or how does that look? Yeah, they're, they're salaried with also volume incentives and, and bonuses. So that was another great change that we did just sort of the last month and a half, which again, I'd like to shake myself, was bringing in payroll in place. You know, every two weeks we remit out and, and that's executed and done. And I mean, I, I look back, crepes, I think I was writing like 15 checks a month, right? Between commission staff and support staff and everything that way. But, and essentially for us, our next stage in growth is to add on another salesperson. And I believe that the support staff of Chris and Rhiannon, based on their volumes as a hub, they could have another salesperson there. If they get that, that support isn't, you know, Rhiannon is, is faltering or there's not enough uh, there, then we'll just add on another support staff for that hub. And that's kind of how we've, made our business model as kind of salesperson and and support staff. I think to most all lenders that you have, like First National, they've got their underwriter and their fulfillment officer. Right. Right. Who's uh, who's the best at the sales and who's best at executing and and fine details to get it closed. And and that's how we, that's, we're basically duplicating their success model. Right, right. And then everybody's intimately aware of the file. I'm just kind of mapping this out. So there's you and the girl who works for you, she does like works on deals as well, or does she do the marketing type of like the office manager she'll work on yeah she'll work on the on the deals on our side it's kind of a bit more unique because if we do a lot i do a lot more higher sales uh, levels myself but essentially we're using between Tenada and uh, google drive to know which file is with which person and support which staff. team uh, exactly essentially my role is to review the application with clients find their best needs the strategy we want to implement get out uh, for, for the approval from that stage once approval comes back it's on my, you know, the support staff to book them in, whether it's virtual signing and review by phone, or if it's going to be in person, prepare all the documents, let them know documents that are required, uh, and then execute. For me, I'll, I still love doing signings with clients. Mm-hmm. So that's one of my favorite fronts to celebrate and review it all, make sure it's still what they wanted and why, they, why we're recommending it. And then from that front, the support staff ensures it closes out right to closing date. So do you think with the team you have right now, so you've got, there's five of you, if I'm mm-hmm. counting correctly, right? So is that team, is that a, can you do like a hundred million dollars a year? You think that's like a doable? We're doing it right now. Right. Yeah. And, and like, what kind of hours are you guys having to put in to make that happen? Just out of curiosity. Nine to five. 
Right. Love it. So I, I think it's a great model. Like I haven't actually seen, I've seen, I've talked to quite a few other brokers and there's different models with them, but this is a really interesting one because you have, and Chris is a sales, like he's kind of has a sales role yep. like you as well. Yeah, so he's then, a sales role as well. And I mean, there's one-offs, but you know, the, the need to speak and meet in the evening, we, we generally, again, say back to clients, look, you're going to be having to meet with a lawyer between nine to five. I still haven't found a lawyer willing to come meet you on Sunday at 9 a.m. at your house, right? We're going to be in a similar front. Like, this is your mortgage. It's, a, it's an important time to take the time mm-hmm. for us to meet, get to know you, and not do that in the evening with your kids hanging off your arms. Like, make some time uh, that you can set aside for this. It's an investment into your future, mm-hmm. and we're going to invest back. And so, you know, me being here between 9 to 5, making myself available, we shouldn't have to have these rushes or meeting in the evenings. We will if it's absolutely needed, of course, but we should be able to professionally give them an opportunity to apply directly online, communication with email and executing it to meet within those business hours. Uh, How many people do you think, what percentage of your clients do you meet face-to-face versus online? I generally try to always do one face-to-face, whether it's the pre-approval phase or if it's the signing in-person phase. I, I really like it, maybe it's old school, but I think it's it's the bond, the connection. We also, we like to, we will give every client a, a closing housewarming present. Mm-hmm. We like to call them the world's softest blankets. Uh, you know, it's kind of It's corny, not a snuggly, is little, it? <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, no. <laughs> it's, a, it's a really, really soft throw. And, you know, it's corny or not, but we put my logo on the corner and, you know, it's just embroidered and says covering you and your mortgage needs. And it's great. I get clients all the time sending us pictures of their kids or their dogs or cats or themselves in their blankets saying, you know, thank you. We're in our house. We're culling with your blanket, thinking of you, and we just wanted to share that picture. Right. And the day's end, no matter how much money you make or millions you do or volumes funded or grow the team, that's why we're in this. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I love mortgage broking. I love our clients. And that passion has to come through in what you do. If you chase the dollars, you're, you're pooched. You might right. as well go find something else. Chase, right, right. chase satisfaction, chase happiness, and chase your passion that way. And it'll come through, and the rest of it kind of will beget itself along with having a good team and process and, and people in place. Okay. This has been an awesome interview. Um, I've kind of skipped some questions, but I don't think anybody is, when they listen to this, are going to be like, oh man, I wish you would have asked this. Uh, I'm going to jump to the last question. So the DeLorean question, remember the movie Back to the Future? Absolutely. So I love the car. You know, you could travel in time. So if you could go back six or seven years, I can't remember when you said you started, and uh, you could sit down with yourself for 15 minutes and say, you know, James, do this, do these three things. Uh, what three things would you tell yourself? Oh, I would love to do this. Gosh, I don't think it would be three, it would be about 300. The major ones are to find the right team, get good people alongside you is, was the, the, the PSN turning point. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and realizing that you can trust other people that will have the same passion, respect, and love and appreciation of your business. I know it's, you know, I'd like to tell myself that I know it's your baby and I know you think narcissistically that you're the only one that can go get a void check from your client, but you know, other people are probably might even be better than you. Right. Mm -hmm. So if someone else is more competent and capable in keeping organizations on files and integrating that way, implement the right and the best people to do that. It's going to make yourself better. You're going to work less. You're probably going to make more and your clients are going to have a better experience. So, you know, realize that, you know, narcissistically take a big, you know, other people can do your job and care and and put those people in there uh, in, in place. That's the, Probably one of the biggest and best things. And, uh, you know, I had and started my career with a coach, and I should have continued that. I'm working with some great coaches, and not even just one, but numerous different ones. The the investment into a coaching dollar has always been more than 100% back. Right. Uh, I would have fired them in a second if it wasn't, you know. Right. So test and measure that. If, you, if, if I was to say to my former self or to any broker, 
$10,000 is a lot of money. But mm-hmm. if in six months that's 50000 paid back, would you not just keep on dumping money into that machine? Right. And you're improving yourself. So ultimately you're investing in your own ability and your skills and, and uh, you become more valuable. So, And but, realization as well that, and the third thing I would say is that, that money is not the measuring factor. You know, mm-hmm. the $100 million, $200 million, whatever it is that you want to do, $20 million, that's not going to be where your happiness comes from. Right. Mm-hmm. And you might be that year over year, I might do next year the exact same amount of mortgages. And I would be fine with that as long as I know that our process has become, you know, increasingly uh, is better. It's more efficient. There's less stress. There's less surprises. The client's reviews are always staying positive and happy. Maybe I've got more time for my family. My health is better in relationships. Mm-hmm. That's really how we have to start measuring this. I'm, I'm honored to be on the top 75 list for total volumes. But, and I realize it would be hard, but it needs to be measured out in other aspects and ratios of, of doing $20 million one year and doing $20 million next year, but working half the time and having a better experience. It's going to pass back to your clients too. Right. This has been an awesome interview. James, are you guys hiring at all? Absolutely, we are. Okay. We, so uh, We look for the right types of people. It's and, just personality and attitude. And um, where can people find you online? Lowengroup.ca. I mean, as you know, just Google us. Uh, yeah, you'll we'll look for the up. reviews. Yes, look for the reviews. <laughs> um, this has been a great interview. I hope you continue to crush it and have an awesome year. Thank you, sir.